And I went to this guy at the Wickham ground. Adams Park. Adams Park. I know every ground. Give Did me you? another, give me another, go. <laughs> uh, so then, Roots Hall. <laughs> um, uh, Port Vale. Vale Park. Rochdale. Spotlands. Really, is this, this is your superpower? I didn't know I had it. I didn't know that was right. Don't um, go anymore. I, no, I'll stop there. Cheltenham. Warden Road. Okay, we'll go some easy ones and then... Okay. Uh, Crystal Palace. Selhurst Park. Bradford City. It used to be Valley Parade. I don't know if it still is. It is Valley Parade. Um, Burnley. Easy one. Two of more, yeah. Um, Tranmere Rovers. Fretton Park. Fretton Park. Fretton Park. Fretton Park. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bristol Rovers. <laughs> I bet they've got Memorial Ground there instead of Stadium. A lot of them used no, to No, they've got Stadium. Yeah. Warsaw. Bescott. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 29 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and Mr. Meandering Monologue himself, Mark. Okay. Is that purporting to the future or referring to the past? Just Both. generally. <laughs> all t- yeah, all the time. It's okay. a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, conspiracy, and fire safety, which you might come back to. Okay. Don't, I'm looking at you because I think there might be a bit of a bookmark there. Uh, we're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. If you haven't already subscribed to us, then please do. Yeah, It's a great way of ensuring this podcast lands on your phone and computer in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. Also, we don't ask for much. Uh, well, Mark asks for loads, but other than your time and attention, which is pretty much everything people have, <laughs> isn't it? That's all anyone has, time and attention. Um, but if you can leave us a five-star review, we can, you know, you could leave us a four, but that'd just be cruel. A lot the unkind. algorithms don't work with four, do <laughs> no. they? If you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, then we will be truly delighted. We will. And can I just point one thing out is that, and I don't think we're going to talk about this today because I'll tell you why in a minute, but you know, today is the day where Spotify send out all yeah. the stats. Quite apt actually. It is what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. It's as if they knew, but um, I'll read something out later to say why probably I'm not going to talk about the Spotify Thanks for stats. That. <laughs> yeah, this is what you could have won. <laughs> no, it's a bit like dreams, isn't it? It's one of those things like, let me tell you about how many minutes I listened to and stuff like that. But What's I going to do with dreams? Nobody wants to hear other people's dreams. Right. And it's the same with Spotify. So don't stats. say no one wants to hear about our favourite songs because it's, no, no, it's no, the they entire episode. No, it's two different things. You don't want to hear that I was in the top 2% of blah, blah, blah. The point I'm going to make is you, that... <laughs> you get me wrong every time, don't you? The point I'm going to make is that they listed the top five podcasts I'd listened to. Yeah. We came in at number five. Um <laughs> Um, but I recognised that on one podcast, which I listened to nine times in a day, that was my well, that was binge us. record. No, not us. <laughs> also not us. I still haven't subscribed and I wanted to subscribe because... So tight. But I haven't even emailed to say thank you for everything they did to help me in lockdown. Just, and I'm, I'm, we're asking other people. That's the point I'm making. Yeah. And I haven't done it myself. Basically, don't be like Mark. Yes. Follow us and send be, us an email. Be less how. Mark. <laughs> We've got a packed episode. Uh, you're in your hat. Yeah, new hat. I reckon there might be a, hopefully a link with you wearing a hat and it being a good podcast. <laughs> I think this is going to be a cracking podcast. Good. I'm genuinely excited. I am as well. Yeah. 
You don't look it, to be fair, but <laughs> inside. <laughs> inside, I'm smiling. Um, it's called a half smile. We've just done it in mindfulness. Have you? Mm. I, was just, I, didn't, I wasn't sure whether to bring up the mindfulness thing you've just done because you've come in going, I've been a mountain this evening. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell everyone? Not just a mountain, the best mountain in the group. <laughs> the highest mountain <laughs> in the group. Yeah. Yeah, looking on Zoom, when, when, when I was, everyone else had their eyes shut, so I had a peaky look, I, yeah, I excelled. I'm the biggest mountain yes. in the world. Look at me, mum. I'm best at something again. <laughs> so the last episode, this episode, probably it feels like we're changing things up a little bit, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're recording, it's Wednesday, is it? Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday evening, isn't well, it? Well, almost night. It is night. Mm. When does When does day become night? Well, you said evening. I think evening finishes just after EastEnders. <laughs> All right, is that official? Mm. Okay, not when it gets dark. It just no. when East End, It's always been about EastEnders, yeah. even when EastEnders didn't exist. So yeah, I don't think we talked about it last time, but we're we're recording separately rather than back to back. Yeah, to see if it gives us, you know, because we like to we like to refine and tweak and polish, don't we? And we live on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> don't we just? Although just I, I brought my edge? laptop in after your warning last oh, week. Oh, you have, yeah. Well, Night, it is dark and nighttime in Bradley Stowe. <laughs> Don't tell anyone where I live. <laughs> I had to beat that out. You told everyone you lived in French on the last one. Did you beat that out? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big place, isn't it? Yeah. But I don't know, people can track people these days, mm. can't they? Yeah. To within a half a metre. Mm. Not that anyone's going to stalk me. <laughs> so in this episode, we have warm-up and stretch. I've got um, apologies and bookmarks and not the other way around. There's a reason why we're doing apologies first. Mm-hmm. Uh, work-life ballet, we're going to dive into our musical musings. Yeah, and but not be self-indulgent. Well, this is what I was going to say. <laughs> we're just talking about everything we like. Well, yeah, at the end of the last one, you know, it's not going to be self-indulgent, is it? And I was like, no. Afterwards, I just thought, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is this? It's me and you speaking into a microphone. Mm. How could it be anything other than self-indulgent? What else are we going to talk about? One thing I'm keen about today, which I think we failed a little bit, we jointly failed the last one is the takeaways. Yes. And I, I think I want to well, give... we didn't have a takeaway while we're doing this. If there was no eating on the... <laughs> no, i just like to... Just one or two things around music, I think, linking with the mental health. But I think okay. there's some very important things. You want don't to be... want to lose those in so, sort of a morass of self-indulgent... Mm. Um, there. <laughs> <laughs> just about that lovely yeah, my, sentence my, needed, isn't it? My good... You can edit that. <laughs> Going to every time you say just edit that, you know, I don't no, have you noticed know. that you could have just put you, a, you could actually hear yourself going, You can just edit that. You're going to admit to your editing, show your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, come on then, move on. <laughs> yeah, we are transparent and open, mm-hmm. aren't we? If anything, go on then, share with um, no, just you know, there's a slight embellishment on the last episode, mm. but it was only for me laughing at one of your statements <laughs> <laughs> when I didn't actually hear it. I wasn't in the room. <laughs> Moving on. So in brain food, uh, we're going to do music and moods and how music messes with our bodies and minds <laughs> or something. Oh, as it's late, I'm feeling surprisingly um, perky. Yeah, it's going to be a vibrant pod. So how are you? Very good, thank you. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mindfulness course was interesting. Um, they sound like they can go one of two ways. Would I be right? Or is it a different course? It's a different course. I'm on a lot of courses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have more courses than anyone. <laughs> yeah, multiple courses. This but, is less intense, this one, and it's more about, I think, coping strategies in some ways. And um, being a mountain was one of them, and it worked. So. Good. Is that your? Is that what your hat is, your snowy peak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was getting, I was getting into roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. So we've been doing this three months now. 
Mm-hmm. Feels a lot long. It feels like a lifetime. Yeah, it does feel. Um, like three and on the subject of Spotify, because they remind us about a few things. Mm. However, they got the numbers wrong. Mm. Badly today. wrong. Really wrong. So, um, and anyone who is on Spotify probably would have got this alert today and all yeah. the stats, wouldn't they? Yeah. So, probably know what we're talking about. But it said we had a. I can't remember how many. Five countries? Yeah, we've got more than that. Yeah. We laughed in its face, didn't yeah. we? We laugh at five countries, got a lot more than that. But I worked out actually how many minutes we have put out there in mm-hmm. terms of content, and it's 1,542 minutes. Of gold. Yeah. <laughs> Spotify said. <laughs> yeah. Spotify, yeah. Five star. Uh, 25.7 hours of content mm. and about 13 days of editing. <laughs> Let us just gloss over that. And four jokes. <laughs> Apologies, Apologies first. first. Yeah, you were listening. Thanks. Yeah. I can't uh, well, I can't we were doing listening. It's taken about twenty minutes. This opening bit it yeah. should take thirty seconds. Sorry, go on. We were doing listening today. We were doing mindful listening, where you don't speak; the other person speaks for three minutes, and you just we just listen to them rather than interrupt. Listen. Yeah, it must have been a nightmare for you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I could have done it. I, I did about seventeen seconds. I said, "I'll tell you what you should have done." <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, I won. I was quickest to interrupt. (laughs) In the last episode, I said that the dollar has always been important. It was a statement. I wasn't expecting quite the answer you gave me. Okay. In terms of business, we're talking about business. To which you replied, and I quote, no, bollocks. And then you went into your bit about, I presume, why you suddenly blurted out bollocks. The the altruism was sometimes, yeah, yeah. Was a fact. Before before we then talked about altruism. Yeah. I don't think we need to apologise. And I don't think you need to apologise. This is the irony of this episode's apologies section. Okay. I don't I don't think we need to apologize as much as we do. I think I think we all do it far too much. Yeah, that's a good point. In her book, The Power of an Apology, psychotherapist Beverly Engel says over apologizing isn't so different from over complimenting. You may think you're displaying yourself as a nice and caring person, but you're actually sending the message that you lack confidence and are ineffectual. Okay. Pretty brutal, right? Mm. Sorry to hear that. It can even give a certain kind of person permission to treat you poorly or even abuse you, warns Engel. Which okay. I think about it, it's quite a, you know, it can yeah, be quite a yeah. powerful thing, depending on which end of the apology you're on, whether you're giving it or whether you're receiving it. It lessens the impact of future apologies. Um, so if you say, I'm sorry for every little thing, now your apologies will carry less weight later on for situations that really warrant a sincere apology. Yeah, no, that's, that, that makes Number sense. Number three, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we've all been around someone who constantly apologizes. We understand they're only trying to be nice, but can often feel exhausting and irritating at the same time. That's yeah. harsh, isn't it? And it is someone, harsh, but I'm getting talk, the point. If, <laughs> no, 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 seriously. No, 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 I, no, it wasn't, I, well, I wasn't making a point. The fact yeah. we have apologies in here actually made me think, oh, why are we? Why do we have apologies? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like, why, should, it's, a precursor, not... it's a precursor for getting things wrong, isn't it? It's almost saying. Yeah, like we're scared to get It's almost wrong. like the sort of confessional, isn't it? We're going to start up and go. And what did I say last week? I got the numbers wrong in Dragon's Den. It's like <laughs> the world kept revolving. <laughs> I'm not saying we should take apologies out. I think no. we should just be more mindful of, of maybe how we use them in the context. Good we point. Use them. Well, mate. I haven't finished. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, listeners, for it being so No, I've finished. No, I won't. I, won't, I won't bang on. I think we get the message right. Yeah. Bourneville. We, we established that I, I spent a year there mm. at my art and design course. You, you've been there. Once trying to find a pub. Mm. It says here, the uh, which I thought was good, Bourneville is a model village on the southwest side of Birmingham. And I thought, well, I'm sh- pretty sure it's a full-size village. Yeah. Not a- <laughs> but I think they mean it's a, yeah. an, a good example it's not of... It's Legoland. <laughs> yeah. um, it's founded by the Quaker Cadbury family for its employees and best known for its connections with chocolate. 
mm-hmm. including a dark chocolate bar branded Bourneville. Historically in northern Wor- Worcestershire, which I didn't know, it is also a ward within the council constituency of Selly Oak, mm-hmm. home of the Bull Tea, which is probably yes. the one for another day. Yeah. And the Curry Mile. Yes. Right. Yes. And, oh no. We'll no, it wasn't Sally time. Oak. I was like, oh God, we can talk about curry. No, I've got a Sally Oak story, that's all. <laughs> Go for it. No, no, we'll do it for next Okay. I've got to shut up. Research by the Joseph Rantry Foundation in 2003 found that it was one of the nicest places in Britain to live. We mentioned Quakers. It'd been. My mum was Quaker. She. Mm. Oh. Uh, also called Friends. Belonged to yeah. a historically Christian denomination known formerly as the Religious Society of Friends, Friends. Yep. or Friends Church. Mm. Quaker movements are generally united by their belief in the, the ability that each human is able to experientially access the light within or that of God in everyone. Yeah. Salvador Dali's ocelot. Mm-hmm. The cat, which I put on Instagram. Yes, nice picture. See, was Great picture. A Colombian ocelot called Babu. Mm-hmm. Babu's a cool name. Mm-hmm. The ocelot, Latin name Lepardus padalis, yeah. is also known as the dwarf leopard or McKenney's wildcat. It's a species of wildcat found predominantly in the South and Central America. Hot water bottle latest. Okay. Can I just, I don't think I've given you this full update. I've been in touch with Sainsbury's and Argos based on fur-based products. I decided I'd go and buy you one for Christmas. It's not a surprise anymore, but thank you. That's lovely. No, well, I gave you that book just now. That's your Christmas quite, present. Quite, quite emotional. Are you happy? <laughs> the book that I didn't really like when I read it. So popped into Sainsbury's, not only with the shelves bare, right. there wasn't there was no reference to it. It's like it never existed. <laughs> the, like the little tag wasn't they're even listening. there. But it was actually empty. The, right. the shelf was empty. So I thought either they're waiting for the stock, because I imagine they've had a run on them. I imagine they would. So I checked on my phone as I was in Sainsbury's and Argos had one. But <laughs> Wasn't that two quid more? It was two quid more. But although I was standing next to Argos, I think I literally had to buy it online and then wait 24 hours for someone to pass it to me. I couldn't like get it there and then, although I was there. So I thought, he's not worth eight quid for a start. He's no. not worth a second journey. So I thought I could go online and order it and then pick it up one day. But I thought, firstly, I'll go online because of health and safety to find out if it was rubber or silicon. Yes. Because of the clean microwave debacle. And fire safety. Fire safety, which you've alluded to. Yes. So what I decided to do was to take on a non-diplume. What's that? I don't know. I've used it. Is it like a sort of made-up name? It's obviously French, isn't it? Name of name of a plum. <laughs> I don't know. Nom de plum. It's like a false name, I think, or an, an, like a, a pen name, pen also name. called a nom de plum. Okay, there we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, croaky. So I've taken on a, a nom de plum of Norm. 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 I read out the reviews, didn't I? You did, yeah. Um, and Norm was the one that said, we bought the same kettle seven years ago. <laughs> so what I've done, I've done the same age as Norm. And instead of Kent, I've done London. You've just stolen his identity. Scent. I have. So it's a Norm de Plum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Solid gold. Anyway, so I've written to Argos on the questions of answer sections, which they promised to get back within 24 hours. And oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, you told, you told me about this a couple of days ago. Hi, is the product rubber or silicon? Thanks. They haven't responded. So what I'm now going to do is say, I put it in the clean microwave anyway, and it exploded, and see if they answer that. Yeah. So no answer. 
and that's people's lives could depend on this but obviously our goss have just no, don't give it don't give it why don't you go on twitter everyone goes on twitter these days and outs people don't they well maybe you're gonna have to create a twitter profile called maybe, norm london yeah norm of kent will get in touch with me <laughs> good i'll put the kettle in the microwave it blew up <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how we boil water but i was thinking Fill when... the kettle <laughs> put it in the microwave <laughs> yeah maybe that is it anyway so I, I was getting worried he was going to, he was using his water bottle as a kettle yes well you know he mean? might and be. just then you know We'll see what happens. So anyway, mm-hmm. scrolling through reviews, 4.7. Now it was five because we had Norm with his oh, kettle. Yeah. And if you remember, I've obviously got a do- perfect stocking filler for teenager, Thorpey. Big stocking. 25 to 34, York, yeah. York, York. Yeah, that's right. So I thought, well, there's two five-star reviews. How the has it got to 4.7? Oh, are you disappointed? I, I queried it. So I've looked. And that's because someone only gave it four stars. The third review has only really? given it four stars. And what did they say? I don't know why it's only four stars. And then I looked, dig deeper, heat retention, five out of five. Right. Design, four out of five. It's a hot water bottle. I haven't read this to you. So this is the heading, because you have to put in a heading for Argos Reviews. It keeps me warmer than my home radiator. Number one, don't take a home radiator into bed with you. No. You couldn't have written a better review. I love it. And my wife prefers hugging the beautiful bottle to me. Not now. It's quite a depressing, really. Not, not now. I'm playing with the hot water bottle. Yeah, not everyone's loving the hot water bottle now. No. That's where we are. So I'm waiting the response, but I am I'm going out. to write again tomorrow. I'm just on the edge of my seat. Work-life ballet. Music. Mm. We've touched on music before and how important it is to us. Mm-hmm. Even in the same breath, we've talked about how we can often listen to music one minute and then another minute. It'd be the last thing on earth that we want to do. Yeah. Which we still can't really explain or rationalize very well. Well, I know I can't sit. And I think we have clearly have different connections to music. And I guess obviously, you know, our different ages, life experiences. And when we train, it becomes a real theme, doesn't it? Because we're listening to music. Normally your awful, mm. awful playlist <laughs> that I have to lift weights to. Yeah. The re- I don't think, maybe that's, maybe that's why I can't lift. Because you like the last, music. you like last... <laughs> You were right with last couple yeah, of months, right, a couple of weeks. I think just going back to your one minute we can and one mm. minute we can't, I think it's maybe worth sharing with people that I'd admitted to you probably about four or five weeks ago that I hadn't really been listening to music for probably three, four, five months. I think it's, I think I've done it not on purpose, not consciously. Mm. I think it's happened in terms that, that, or maybe the emotional aspect of music was so great yeah. That I was I was better ignoring it than dipping my toe into yeah. where it may lead, good or bad. Yeah. And then when I sort of said that I hadn't been listening, you came up with pretty much the same, didn't you? That you hadn't been actively yeah, listening as much. Point, yeah. And someone I trained with yesterday um, had heard us mention that and then said he is like, he's got a couple of records on the radio, which is just sort of, you know, musical wallpaper, but isn't yeah. listening to music in the way he did. Yeah. And I think this is really interesting mm. in terms of, whether it's conscious, subconscious, but yeah. that maybe music sometimes is too emotional or too emotive. I think so. I think so. I think we're probably exactly the same, but I, it could be I'm listening to it today and tomorrow morning I might wake up and just hmm. just not want to hear a thing. Yeah. Even my favourite yeah. song. Yeah. And there's somewhere you can listen to loads of stuff and then one song will just come up and it will just, and we've talked about this the other day, mm-hmm. just transport you to a, a time and a place. I just wondered if what your song was that did that, where you listen to it or just the first couple of bars and it just takes you to a place where you can literally almost like you're there yeah. and you can smell 
and taste, taste. and feel yeah. and remember faces and you, you literally picture people around you who you, any other time of your life you just have totally forgotten about. Yeah. Just yeah. wondered what your song was. Um, or at least, well, you've probably got a couple, but one that stands out. No, there is one particular, and it's, I wouldn't say it's a genre I like. It's not an artist that I've ever listened to any other of his songs. Mm. Um, and I played it before a, a couple of days ago for this podcast. And you saying taste, it took me back to the first place I lived in when I left home, which was a very emotional place for a whole number of reasons. Whenever this song comes on, the thing that I can taste is Marks and Spencer's. It was a chicken base. It was basically a pasty they used to do because right. I worked at Marks and Spencer's and whenever these were on offer at the end, I would just get, that would that would be my staple diet for most of that year, just eating right. them cold because I didn't actually have an oven. So I would, <laughs> right. I would get them from the shop, come back and go, oh, eat them cold. Um, and it's Peter Gabriel, Games Without Frontiers. Uh-huh. And it's like, that isn't my music. I don't, like you're saying, it doesn't yeah. matter. It takes you back. You can taste. Mm-hmm. The other memory that came back when I played this was something I'd completely forgotten about the bed set, which my sister reminded me the other day. Right. And then I played this song and suddenly I could visualize. Yeah. I used to have a um, goldfish, but I kept it in my sink. I didn't ever have a <laughs> container for it. <laughs> and so I think it was always meant to be a temporary thing. So it was a goldfish. How did you have gold- it in there for? How long did you I not wash there nine for? months. Oh, I didn't wash for nine months. <laughs> or I just washed around the goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't change his water. Just He's covered in Colgate. Dra- <laughs> yeah. Drain it quickly, hold him, and then just fill it back up again. Yeah, it's a goldfish called Datsun. And yeah, I kept it in my sink, and I hadn't realised until, until I played this song, and I can now picture him happily. Datsun? S- yeah. After what? Datsun Cherry? The, yeah, Datsun Cherry. Okay. Yeah. So, um, cool. so yeah, and that, the song took me back there. So what's yours? Uh, Lessons in Love by Level 42. Okay. But yeah. that one song, whenever it comes on the first couple of just, it's just key book, it's just keys, isn't it? The first few bars yeah. of that. And it takes me back to when I was a nine or 10. And I went on my kind of, one of my first camping trips really with, not with school, not with cubs or anything. It was yeah. with a mate. And his dad uh, was a headmaster for a, an additional needs school. Yeah. And I didn't know that. They said, we'll pick you up in the minibus. And this minibus came and I got in the minibus and it was full of mentally and physically, what did I say? I don't know. Challenged. And it was new to me. Yeah. So it ended up kind of being a real eye opener. But someone had, you know, in those days had a stereo in the back with them. And were playing, that was the song that was playing when I got in. Yeah. And it was all just totally overwhelmed. And that just stuck. And it takes me right back to that that time. It's really weird, isn't it? I think, yeah, it is weird. Powerful. Yeah. You discussing doing a top 100 Mm-hmm. And I didn't finish that for weeks or months because I couldn't find another 19 songs because I wasn't listening to music. So yeah. I found 81 and then I stopped. Yeah. I think the power of listening to music and for it to to letting those emotions in mm. is very powerful. And I guess when we're saying about the takeaway, it's almost like a shout out to people. If you're not, if you're in that position where you're sort of avoiding emotions, mm. something like your favourite song or something that takes you to, a, to a, you know, either a special place or a special mm. person, mm. it's worth reinvesting in that. I've just found it hasn't necessarily yeah, made me happy, but it's made a connection with a part of my life that I was drifting away from. And I think even if it's sometimes negative or, or just overpowering, it doesn't have to be negative or positive. It no. can just be a, an emotive. It's a feeling, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I think on any given day that feeling can be translated differently exactly yeah so although you might think oh that makes me feel anxious the same thing might actually not make you feel anxious yeah or just unlock something else or 
or make you feel not actually sorry it's okay i can go there yeah like you said it's okay just to poke the bear isn't yeah. it occasionally with music which is exactly what it does yeah seamlessly onto top 100 not wanting to be the anarchist and to undermine everything i thought we haven't discussed this in great detail because no. we want it to be spontaneous but you were sort of saying we're going to have top 10 albums and i just my first reaction and this i've got to stop doing this was like fuck that no one tells <laughs> me what to do literally what i'm going to do my first 73 singles <laughs> and um <laughs> no, please don't <laughs> <laughs> but i thought we're sitting here now and i'm looking at your collection of cds yeah all nicely Getting, arranged and get with the program old man <laughs> CDs and are, they, are so 1990 is the, i meant to ask you is there a they're not a to b a to z yeah it's alphabetical it's alphabetical <laughs> yeah does that that bothers you doesn't it you, you no, got, no like, mine are just in a pile at the bottom of a cupboard this is the thing not even not even the cds in you. the right not even in the right container well, if, you know you've been described as a serial ranker yeah and then there's, there's just some areas of your life which is just complete it is anarchy isn't yeah. it it's complete disarray yeah. it always surprises me the things you you have form and order about are the things I just never even... Yeah, and you would have thought CDs would be the perfect one that I wouldn't feel yeah. comfortable with them So being... what about books? Books, are the same? Would you order books on a by colour, no. by... No. By feel, by... Size, this size one, sometimes. This book is size sarcastic, sometimes. I'm <laughs> going to put it... <laughs> I'm going to put it next to irony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't, you know, the, the thing I know about you is it doesn't always, it doesn't matter how you rank them. To me, it's often really random, but it's your own ranking. But they, they at least have an order. Yes. I always, I would expect it not to be alphabetical or color or size. I would expect it to be. I would say actually, books and it's CDs aura. don't. Mugs will, but yeah. no, the obvious ones. Perhaps that's again, it's too obvious to rank books by yeah. alphabet. So yeah, I was just going to say I didn't want to undermine your top ten albums, but it's just where are we sort of going? <laughs> so I can explain what the top one hundred is, and we can okay. talk about your top one hundred. Do you want to just go on a recap? Because you mentioned yeah. the top 100 in the podcast. I explain what it is. Yeah. So it started, um, <laughs> explain what? <laughs> Damien is now going to explain what his top 100 records are. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to explain what the what the format of the top 100 okay. is, thanks. Let's go. Smart ass. No, because you know, the point I'm making is you mentioned it before. Yes, I did. And at work, people were doing it. Yes. We might have new listeners that don't know it's Yes, I was going to recap. Even for the people who've heard this before. <sighs> You're stroppier than ever late at night, oh, aren't you? Yeah, I am actually. I made an effort for you tonight. I had a shower. <laughs> I put I put some proper clothes on rather than because I'm you know because you work from home. You just sit there in your pants all day, don't you? You I put mean, some proper clothes. My work on. colleagues are you safe. You put a wolf's top. Yeah, it's not making an effort, is it? It's hardly going to the ivy. I put cologne on. I put some Bentley on. Okay, which I'm not actually sure it's cologne. It's probably expensive engine oil or something. <laughs> but it said Bentley on the bottle, so I thought it would be fancy. Yeah. Um, right. I'm, can I get? Back I'm to wearing that? Dats and Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> and jerry <laughs> yeah um okay so right. just very quickly right. explain what the top 100 yeah. is it's your top 100 songs and they have to all be from different artists immediately that sounds <laughs> yes we'll come to that in a minute <laughs> mark <laughs> okay i've got a whole list a whole of, yeah. yeah um which is actually quite difficult so there's essentially 100 different artists yeah I put one together, spent quite a while doing it and kind of refining it. And this, yeah. even I go back to it now and go, well, actually, you know, yeah. or you yeah. hear a song and you go, oh, God, that didn't even make a hand. Yeah. So it's quite fun in that sense. And it's a really good excuse to explore some of the stuff you probably, if you've liked music as a younger age or just got out of it or mm. not, not even mm. been into it. It's quite good. It's just quite a fun exercise yeah. in these dark nights <laughs> to, um, <laughs> to, go and, uh, to go and explore. So let's just talk about your top 100. 
the moment while we're on that subject. You only said you got to 81 and then you, you kind of said a minute ago you finished. I think I've gone to 104, haven't I now? Yeah, but you've got... I'm not very good at taking orders. <laughs> so you've got... Um, so I think this is a bit of a clue as to the kind of artist you like, which is not a bad place to start. Okay. So you have three songs by Echo and the Bunny Men. Yeah. Uh, Killer's Moon, Billy's Terrace, I think there's, uh, I think there's another one. I is it called to. The Cutter? Could well be. You've got two songs by XXX Tentation. Okay, so I look this up. XXX Tension. Tension. It's meant to be a bit Spanish. I've done a bit of research on him right? because he's dead now. That's not why I've done research, but it's really sad for me. Okay. Do you want to go into that or should we leave the sadness be? No, the sadness I'm sad be. that you've got two, another, you've got two duplicates. Right? And you, would, you wouldn't like XXX no, Tension. No. Is it repetitive? and It's grimy. Right, uh, and it's you, very sad. I think to... one of them's called sad, <laughs> and the other one's called <laughs> really, fuck... really sad. <laughs> the other one's called fuck love. So it's like he's not a barrel of love. I haven't even got to the themes of your. Okay. Of your I've been going through <laughs> your one hundred, just kind of. Oh, this is just absolute joy. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got two songs by Red Light, "Lost in Your Love" and "Get Out of My Head." I don't know who Red Light are. Uh, Bristol artist. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's a, a contemporary artist. Get out of my head. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I think I, I've heard of them. You would know if you heard it, yeah. Um, but it's a he. Yeah. You've got two songs by The Clash, mm -hmm. London Calling and Magnificent Seven. Yeah. You're just enjoying this, but the whole the whole theme of what I'm talking about is these are duplicates. Yeah, so um, they're not loud. No. Okay. You've got two by Lane 8. Yeah, big Atlas. fan of Lane 8. There were four on my Spotify chart, which I'm not going to talk about. Atlas and Brightest Lights. And then I know you like this guy because you've got... Uh, 27. <laughs> No, you got two. You've got two in, in jury songs as well. Yeah. And it's difficult to choose between Reasons to be Cheerful Part 3 <laughs> and Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. <laughs> There's not much between them, is no, there? That is no. a really, you've got some really difficult choices. Yeah. And some of my favourites from your... So you need to sort that out. So forget okay. the 81. I think you've still got some work to do. Okay. There's some cutting needed. Yeah. A bit like this episode. <laughs> um, some of my favourite songs that you've got in there. Okay. It's really good. I put it on shuffle the other day when I was working. Okay. There's some absolute, there's some challenging ones in there for me. Right. <laughs> and there's some absolute bangers. Yeah. Um, some of my favorites, uh, Sex Pistols, Pretty Vacant, I've got that in mind. Mm -hmm. The Ramones, you've chosen Blitzkrieg Bop. Yeah, that I, could have been I, anything. I mean, yeah, there's loads of yeah. them, but I chose, um, would it be sedated? Yeah. I sort sedated? of want Sheena as a punk rocker now. Can I change? You can, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's the beauty of this, you see. Yeah. One, you, one's got to go out if you want to put another one in. And this is a really great song. I listened to it earlier before it came on, but um, Different for Girls by Joe Jackson. Mm -hmm. It's mega, isn't it? That's a bit like the Peter Gabriel one. Where does that sit? But it just yeah. does. That's time and place. But talk well. about if you put your, and I hope we'll put the links up to these if yeah. anyone's interested at all. <laughs> <laughs> and if you hit shuffle on yours, it is, you go all over the place. Mm. And must, it's must have been quite a surprise to you. <laughs> <laughs> But there are some themes of talking about this week with training that you like you like repetition. Yeah. I think you like hand claps and cowbells. Yeah. <laughs> and you like people talking, like not singing. Ian Jury's got obviously a talker rather than a yeah. singer, isn't he? He sings a little bit, but he's sort of a rapper when you look at it, isn't it? Social well, commentary. He, well, I guess he is, yeah. yeah. He's the kind of eighties Eminem, right? Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, you like kind of repetition, people talking. So either the, the vocal can be rep repetitious or, yeah. or the melody yeah. or some kind of really weird, annoying noise that just <laughs> won't stop. But yeah, there's a real theme. And then you've got, you go from like Joe Armatrade into Sticky Little Fingers. And it's just like... Sticky Little Fingers or Stiff Little Fingers? 
<laughs> oh, is it? I wrote sticky. I'm doing my anchor man. I'm just reading what I've written. Yeah, I've, yeah, stiff is it fingers. stiff? And it's also alternative Ulster, which is like as political as you can get. Yeah. Joan Armour trading was less political, I guess. Um, I'd known the Joan Armour trading track, but yeah, the God, I'm going to say sticky little fingers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's good. I've not heard it. It's brilliant. So you don't you don't have any top ten albums necessarily, or any top tens or top fives. I've or... done it because I wanted to comply. But you have, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did I've been a, stalling. I did eleven. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. You've done one more than me. Congratulations, you've won. <laughs> right. Let's oh. have your top ten albums then, please, Squire. Okay. You really surprised me. I wasn't expecting that. To be honest, part of it I did because I thought you suggested something. It's not for me to undermine your suggestion and go, oh no, I'm too precious. I'm too. You know, I didn't take no, offense. but it, it was a good idea, and we were going to have a music special of me to just go off guilt. I thought it was a good idea, but I'm still my. We've said this before. Quite often, my first response, quite often, like you're saying with the sorry, is an apology or something negative or a diversion. And it was a good idea. I just didn't associate my musical taste with albums per se. Yes. When I then looked at the songs that meant something to mm. me, I suddenly realised the album did mean something yeah. to me that's one of the things we wanted to bring up wasn't it that even even now when people are putting albums together they take a lot of time to consider the order especially when it was vinyl and cds yeah uh, i think i was talking this week to you about okay computer and tom york yeah. went around with a mini disc and with all the songs i think there was more than the, on, on his mini disc than actually made the album mm-hmm. but he would just walk and constantly because if you could do on the mini disc then yeah. it was quite yeah. early on wasn't it in terms of you could move the tracks around change the order very quickly and he'd do that until he got it right and that order was that his perfect order. And of course, now, very mm. rarely, I think, like, you know, people still will listen to that, that album in order, but most likely not. I mean, sh- shuffles the way to go, yeah. isn't it? Now people wouldn't, yeah. the order wouldn't. So, wouldn't but, but in terms from an artist's point of view, they've spent a lot of time crafting that and taking a lot of consideration for us just to blatantly ignore. And of course, you're not thinking about albums because you are a proper playlist. You've probably been doing playlists a lot longer than I have. I'm not. I was going to ask playlists. you, had you a, a cassette recorder? Because I've got a load of cassettes that have playlists yeah, on one. from the se- late 70s, and I'd Mark, love to. Mark's uh, mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you used to record the radio? Yeah. And then. On a Philips. And then if, and if they kind of talked over it, you just go back a little bit. Yeah. And then yeah. start again. And then it would start eating the tape and yeah. you'd have to get a pencil in. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, all that. Okay, we're, we're losing some of the audience. So, do you want to start at eleven? Your editing's going to have to be keen again, yet again. Is I'm going to mention the band, the album, and the track that took me to that album, and then Jesus Christ. Okay, well, no, no, just okay, <laughs> just <joking>. okay. <laughs> Okay, and then, as long and, as there's not an, an anecdote in between each one as well. I was going to say, the, oh. an, the anecdote is going to be one line. Go on, give it a okay. Come on, if this is a spe- two-hour special, then so be it. Let's go. It's something okay. that's close to our hearts. Go. You two wore Sunday... Hold on, we at number 11. Oh, I haven't put them in order, order. Oh, for fuck's sake. Top 10. Yeah, what, what, what do you normally what do, do with top do a... 10s and charts? Have you literally got a random top 10? Yes. I couldn't. <laughs> Who poss- does that? You've literally shuffled your top 10 records about all time. Unbelievable. Yeah, there is a lot. I can't be alone. You expect structure from me. You're not going to get it. Okay. You two. Or life, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Yes. Saw you two quite a lot. Love them, hate them in equal measure. Mm-hmm. I set you a task. Did I see you two in 1980 in Cowdine's not- Coffee House? You did. We, we never got to the bottom of I it. I did the research and found the gig. Yeah, but it was very hard to find any details of the gig other than when someone saying there was a gig that happened. 
Yeah. Okay. You too. Yeah. Elvis Costello, Armed Forces, Accidents Will Happen, just because lyrically, probably, I think, one of the most yeah. proficient and, and far-sighted yeah. and, and politically... Astute. Astute. Thank you. Clash, London Calling, London Calling. It was interesting when you were saying, when we were training, some people are going to chuck one into their top 10 or top 100 because you have to like certain things. Yeah. And I think the Clash sort of come into that, that one. you that one in because of that reason or just because no none of these have because it's that these are too diverse there isn't anything that's sort of oh yeah I, I totally but that is a great song yeah xx extension uh it's called 17 and the single from that was fuck love post malone I love post malone yeah. his um one's called beer bongs and bentley's the jam <laughs> I can see why you like that it's your <laughs> life isn't it <laughs> 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 so you well less beer um <laughs> The jam, sound effects, and start. Start to me is that's right. going to be right up there as in terms of picturing a place when that that, right, that right. song comes on. Um, he and Joey, new boots and panties. As you said, I've put both tracks down. Is that the They're, name of the album? When, uh, new boots and panties. That's yeah, amazing. yeah. Um, Ramones, Rocket to Russia. I think there's a whole podcast on my relationship with the Ramones and You've the seen influence them lots, of my life. You? I saw them in 1977, which is like. Amazing. there's the badge of honor isn't it yeah <laughs> to go that you saw the ramones yeah. on their second ever tour of the uk yeah um, where did you see them it was called the Locarno. now it's the o2 in bristol right okay. so not a massive venue and it wasn't full then okay. because they were just it was right at the start of punk really mm-hmm. um an interesting reading a lot of stuff that basically ramones were almost pre-punk they almost you know the sort of they mm. almost set the standard that that other people took on yeah you know the both in terms of the, their look, which was, mm. it was a rock look, but it became a punk look. Yes, right, yeah. Teardrop Explodes, Kilimanjaro, Reward, that's mm-hmm. probably top five. Mm-hmm. Undertones, Hypnotized, again, undertones, you suddenly look mm. and there's 10, 12, 15 songs that are all real quality. And then the final one, this might have to come top, is because the anecdote of this is going to be more than one line. So it's <laughs> Bow Wow Wow, Your Cassette Pet, right. C30, C60, C90 Go. Um, which is interesting. Is that the net? Is that that's the the tape? That's like. one of the songs on it. But the tape itself was a cardboard box with a cassette in it, and it's yeah, called okay. Your Cassette Pet, right. um, which I've still got because Bow Wow Wow were formed by Malcolm McLaren, and I think the lead singer was called something like Annabelle Lewin. And there was a yeah. big story. She's fifteen year old. He found her in a laundrette or somewhere, and took her off and yeah. made her into a, a pop star or a rock star or a punk star but it was sort of early 80s it wasn't really punk but it's just really interesting she was on top of the pops um and one of the lyrics of one of the songs is where sex in the grass is absolutely free but top of the pops made it change to snakes <laughs> <laughs> snakes in the grass roam absolutely free sort of you think where we've it. come you they, they banned that word and look what we're talking about the last episode and what they're playing on the radio now yeah. i mean and also, I don't know if on your shuffle you came to X-Ray Specs with Germ-Free Adolescence, which was a polystyrene, was right. the, the lead singer of X-Ray Specs. And one of her lyrics was also on top of the pops and it was clean your teeth the SR way, SR being a type of toothpaste. toothpaste. And she had to change SR because of advertising on the BBC. <laughs> yeah. And you think, I don't think most punks are like <laughs> influenced on their toothpaste taste by someone who didn't have many teeth. So yeah, so Bow Wow Wow were very much my last vestige because I continued being a punk way beyond the time when it was still a thing, really. So when Bow Wow Wow came, I used to have a very large, oversized coat. And in gloss paint, I wrote Bow Wow Wow in massive letters on the back. (laughs) 
What a fucking stain. That's amazing. <laughs> Please say you got some photos of that. No. Oh. I've only got one photo, I think, of me from that time. You didn't take photos then, people, did they? Not so much. That was 1980. Oh, wow, wow. That, that album. Oh, was it? Mm. Okay, I think they went on, the hits were more sort of 81, 82, mm. I would have thought. That was their first. That was good. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Are you doing the same? Yeah, I've got mine here. Okay. My top 10. I didn't know many of your bands. What, in my... Well, in my... In top 100. Oh, my top 100. Mm. Any other comments on my top 100? No, no, no. It wasn't a judgment. No, it was no. just, it was like <laughs> just, new, yeah, new stuff to what me. what you thought. I've got plenty to say about yours. <laughs> and I think it goes back. We had, we had this discussion. I find I really, I love talking about it. And I, yeah. and I don't, I talk about everyone's loves and hates and why they like it, why they don't. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. I think the core of yours is probably late, late 70s, 80s, you know, with a smattering of like 90s dance, you know, and even kind of modern day grime stuff. Isn't yeah. It? There's a big gap, isn't there? There's yeah, that's, that's what's 90s, so fun about yours. But you go into mine, and you've got some kind of um, soul stuff in there, some fifties and sixties. Yeah, some, some northern stuff. soul and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then um, like like mine. But other than that, mine is pretty much nineties. Yeah. Number ten, Grey Will Fade by Charlotte Hatherley. Mark looks blank. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, number nine, Shangri La by Mark Knopfler. Yeah. He used to be in a decent band. Yeah, I thought they were dire, but. <laughs> Uh, number eight is California by Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven is Verses by Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Some people I know who know me may listen to this or not will probably shout at me that an album like that is number seven in my list. But okay. Hey, the net five and uh, six and five are by to the same artists. I've got six replenished by Reef and five is Glow by Reef. Just, just. <laughs> what? After all the stick, I can number top ten. I can have I can have top. To the, I can have the same. It's not my top one hundred. Okay, so you only have reef top ten, and you won top hundred once. Then yeah, okay, I have fourth place. I got Godfather by Ned's Atomic Dustbin, and Ned's are probably one of my favourite bands, but they haven't made it into the number one in terms of album. Mm-hmm. And they're a Midland band. Okay, from Stourbridge. Uh, number three is Dookie by Green Day, mm-hmm. and number two is Insomniac by Green Day. <laughs> You can see where I where my uh yeah. talking about the nineties and my number one and it's been my number one for years and I don't think anything's gonna knock it off. I have it here in front of me. In hard copy. Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Which okay. I which I think is for so many reasons the best thing ever committed to a tape. <laughs> I think reading through those now, I think we had a discussion when I was saying one of the things from the mindfulness about this thing about wise mind, mm, yeah. right, the, 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 um, the dissonance between your logical mind and your emotional mind. Yeah. And I'm sort of realizing that the emotional mind has probably ruled my life for about the last 40 years. Mm. And the logical mind has got very little bit of a look in. And I think looking at my music, when I did the top 10 albums, those were ones where I could picture the gig or yeah. I could picture where I was mentally or I could picture where I was in terms of maybe transition points in my life. Yeah. Whereas quite often when you're talking about it, you're talking about musicianship. Mm-hmm. You just said about that album yeah, yeah. there, that that was about how it was put together and the yeah. standard and that. And I think that's maybe... I could talk another 10, 20 minutes on the drum sound, yeah. the drum production on, yeah. on that album. Well, when you're pointing out about what I'm listening to, and I'm yeah. thinking I hadn't even realised. So I think you're seeing it from a musicianship yeah. and I'm just... it's purely voting with my my heart which is maybe not surprising yeah we, you know after 27 and a half podcasts i think we know <laughs> you could have ex- if you showed the playlist to everyone who's listening <laughs> yeah. i think they'd know yeah yeah definitely so, um 
I think there's a beauty of it. I and mean, then going back to your takeaway, you don't have to be a mad muso to kind of to find this enjoyable if you just like music and you know, either want to kill some time or have a conversation with someone about yeah. it or pick up old conversations with someone about music. It doesn't really matter what it's about, whether you like it, hate it, love the production of it, something that listen to we haven't even got into who listens to lyrics and who listens to melodies. Yeah. I don't listen to lyrics. Yeah. Because those people go, listen to this song, it's about and I'm like Yeah. I don't even know what the, I don't Whereas that's all I, I wouldn't even know to. what to sing. Yeah, yeah, I don't. The vocals for me are total melody and rhythm. I just wanted to pick up on two things. You said you don't know how it's going to feel. And my reply was going to that is, but it will make you feel. Yes. And I think that's, that's key. Really and I'm good. you're almost talking to the converted and I owe you a big vote of thanks. I was in a complete desert in terms music has been such a major part of my life. Mm -hmm. And by excluding it, I was continuing to exclude it for maybe a number of reasons, maybe no reasons, mm -hmm. but it was excluded out of my life. And you talking about the 100 and me thinking back about why things raise emotions or looking at points in my life that mm -hmm. music has been a bookmark for has, has meant a lot. And I was thinking we were talking a couple of podcasts ago about social engagement. Yeah. And this has started a conversation. Mm -hmm. And in a minute, I'm going to read something from my WhatsApp about a conversation that music started. And so my shout out on this is put your toe in the water. I've got a feeling that there's a lot of people who are going to listen to this and go, maybe I should listen to music who aren't or aren't engaging with it or aren't getting the feeling and the emotion they should be. It mm -hmm. becomes wallpaper. I was going to put a quote, which I think is mine, but someone else has probably said it. Standard. <laughs> standard. I'm not scared of death. I'm scared of not living. It's definitely not yours. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> I, could, I think I'll bet the farm on that. Yeah, I did think someone else might have got there. Sorry. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know who else said it, so... <laughs> So it's yours yes, until so someone else wrestles it back off you. But the point I was making is that, that that's what music had done, is that yeah. if you start excluding things that are part of living, then, then life becomes less meaningful. Amen, sister. Amen, corner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you know who Amen, corner are? Isn't it whole... 10, 11, and 12 of Augusta. You don't know but it's a musical group. That's why I said it. Yeah. Yeah. A Welsh rock group formed in late 1966 in Cardiff, whose album is Farewell to the Real Magnificent Seven. One of my top 100 was The Magnificent Seven. Spooky coincidence number two of the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't really get my spooky coincidences. I'm expecting you to be flabbergasted. Nah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I've mm. led a kind of very spooky life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes a lot to kind of uh, get me going. <laughs> Just hot water bottles. <laughs> 11th, 12th, 13th holes of Augusta National. For those golfers. Look at those golfists out there. Uh, so we're in brain food. Kind of got to crack on. Music and moods. So some people can listen to music and some people can't. We're talking about that. But for people who enjoy music, activity in the brain's auditory and reward regions is closely coupled. And for them, hearing a song resulted in joy and pleasure. But in the brains of people with specific musical anhedonia i've got it here anhedonia 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 <laughs> so um those with musical anhedonia is a neurological condition involving an individual's incapacity to enjoy listening to music recent empirical research suggests that three to five percent of the population are affected by it 
Researchers found that the auditory and reward regions of the brain simply didn't react in response to music as a control to make sure that musical anhedonics responded to other stimuli. Researchers also had participants play gambling game and found that that winning money activated the brain's reward system just fine. So they proved that mm-hmm. music just did absolutely nothing, nothing for, for them. them. Yeah, that was just a, a slightly different take on. Just doesn't yeah because pe- some people just go no, not yeah not fast yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it's like people who go, oh, no, I'm not interested in what, what music do you like? I'll listen to anything. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I just, I can't, I don't get that. It's people who go, oh, it's just a car. Gets me from A to, yeah. no. Yeah. It's not just a car. They don't even care, they don't care what color it is. They don't yeah. care what it looks like. Yeah. They don't care how it drives. <laughs> it, it's that, isn't it? Which is fair yeah. enough. It, it each their own. But something that's so emotionally engaging for us is, is, is difficult to understand. Linked to that, because dopamine's been a, a constant source for us. And obviously music does have big effect on dopamine production mm-hmm. but it's related from two parts of the brain one is one is the peak emotional arousal which is like they've called this is from examine.com again which they call the best part and from something called chordate which is another organ in the brain during periods of anticipation for the peak emotional arousal and we, we discussed this with baking the cookies mm-hmm. yeah the way i read this was almost the arousal was you know like we said with the baking of the cookies this is you know starting off a music or, or or knowing something's coming on or hearing the first few bars mm-hmm. and quite often the best part will be the rising chorus or the drop or the yeah yeah so yeah, one of my yeah. ones on top 100 was tiesto adagio for strings and his which was like an ibiza classic back in the day and um that's my funeral um very funerally isn't it you know i was mean? gonna say i can't wait for your funeral but yeah. that's an awful thing to say <laughs> bring your glow sticks yeah. and then everyone down onto the beach at six in the morning afterwards <laughs> oh, was it in ibiza Min. <laughs> <laughs> no but that yeah that is my funeral king though. of the drop isn't it that yeah kind of, yeah and everyone it takes knows you there. everyone knows it's coming it's the best bit isn't yeah it? yeah and so there's the that is the best bit for the dopamine yeah. that's the absolute rush but the anticipation mm-hmm. that's the whole thing about a drop i guess and that's another feature, I think, of my music. There's an awful lot of leading you up and then yeah. explosion. Mm-hmm. Obviously, dopamine can potentially reduce blood pressure, although we see it as a stimulant. And so, mm-hmm. um, it, I mean, it's common sense, isn't it? There's some music that's soothing, full stop. I don't think, you know, there's stuff around musical therapy. I don't think that's sort of rocket science we're taking. You're talking about soothing. I've got a thing here that says, study shows that music can trigger the brain to release chemicals that distract the body from pain. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I've yeah, never, yeah. which I never knew. Well, Music and pain relief, that was number three on my... Okay. Um, what does yeah, that say? The intensity of pain experienced, yeah, definitely. There's loads of research on that. Mm. We touched on it with exercise. Just before we go back to exercise, very, very quickly, music and addiction. Mm-hmm. This was really interesting. The The research I read on this, that, that it has the potential to augment already addictive behaviours via association. So this result can be either positive or detrimental depending on the context. And Mm. I thought that was Mm. interesting. And that almost goes back to what we were saying, that you can listen to a song and it can take you either ends of the spectrum depending on a number of things. And I think that's the same with addiction. I I, I certainly think that sometimes you associate time and place with music and that takes you back to where you were in that time and place. And if that was an addictive period... That's yeah, that's powerful. It's to remind you of something, but even like our theme tune does it. You know, over time, it yes. becomes synonymous with that thing. Yes. So yeah. even you watch something. I mean, even to adverts or the same kind of product all the time, but the music stays the same. Yeah. So the reason for that isn't there? Yeah. So you associate that music. Even sometimes you listen to a song, and you go, you just immediately think of the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So association's huge, isn't it? Yeah. How it's how it sticks. 
I think maybe the music with exercise is probably again another bookmark for another day because we yeah, have touched there's, there's, on it. Yeah, we kind of talked about music on, a, on my bike and <laughs> listening to music yeah. actually kind of can help. There's stuff around music after a workout can help the body recover faster. Yeah. There's just an absolute handful of stuff where yeah. music is is involved. Some of the, the, the artists I've mentioned there, like Post Malone and Triple X, have, Triple X especially, is, is very much based on the most morbid and sad and dissociation and mm. you know, all those sort of, you know, all those sort of emotions. And so the way that I was using his music and other, other mostly grime artists' music was, if I'm low, to take me lower. So if I'm sad, I listen to sad music. It's kind of a cliche, isn't it? Okay, go I'm on. Not, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. You know, no, no you just judging. think in films, the blues, you know, you see in all films that they're sad, something's happened, there's been a breakup, someone's died, they go into a little dive bar and they're yeah, yeah. low light, smashing the whiskeys back. But it's you also know, counterintuitive in some ways. Yeah, to, I mean, to that, be that's searching why it's out. cliche because you think, oh, I'm going to go and wallow yeah. in my own <laughs> sadness by listening to sad songs. Yeah, that, that was that was I wasn't, you know, belittling. But I think the dang- actually something that can help you. Yeah, is what I'm saying. I don't think it, which I'll probably come on to a minute, but there's an exception to that. I don't think this was a solution. No, but this this has been something we've touched on on mm. quite a few times. And I've often used that hate isn't the opposite of love. Indifferences mm. and indifference is also the opposite of pain and pleasure. Pain and pleasure are bedfellows. Mm. Yeah. The emotion that one can get from pain can be equally as emotive and strong and rewarding as pleasure. Yeah. Totally. I think some of our very early discussions was about melancholia, wasn't it? And yeah. and and feeling down. And actually we kind of we both have shared that thing where we actually kind of like being there sometimes. Totally. You know, we also know that it can be detrimental to people around us and yes. to our own yeah. to our own health sometimes. But sometimes we find solace in those areas or those moods don't we yeah in those emotions yeah the deepest melancholia can still and, be more rewarding yeah than feeling and it's not nothing. everyone piss off i'm feeling miserable it's yeah. just you know because I'm, I'm all right here thanks yeah i'm enjoying yeah. this i'm having a little on my back and i'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. paddling through <laughs> yeah my own self-pity thank you very much yeah. it's treading water with no land in sight yeah but it's all right i'm happy to tread water i'm all right here for a bit with the sharks yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> and on that i the music you would be listening to would be what you're on your back, you've got your headphones, you've got your little swimming hat on. What if I'm... <laughs> you're wallowing in the sea of self-pity, right? Oh, well, all the stuff I mentioned then, yeah, like you'd Triple have, X and Post Malone. and You have the dark stuff, right? Yeah, Pop Smoke, anything that is basically, it's basically a giant highlighter pen for everything I'm feeling <laughs> and hearing some guy in America. Would you ever go for the upbeat stuff? Because you've got some loads of upbeat stuff. I mean, some of the upbeat stuff has probably dark. That's the other thing about, I've just realised about some of your songs. <laughs> They're quite upbeat in their in their musical sound, but they can be massively destructive in. But their they're kind message. of quite, yeah. The, the very little bit of work I did do at university was around that I found really interesting <laughs> was the Romantic poets, and yeah. the Romantic poets seem to also have this sort of debauched lifestyle of of drugs and then writing the most beautiful poetry. So they were a complete mm. you know, dichotomy, and I think mm. that's with some of my musical taste that you jump around in a mosh pit to it. And it's like, yeah. you know, if you listen to the lyrics or the story behind it, yeah. it's probably of sadness and desperation rather than the emotions that you're actively doing in a physical sense yeah, in the yeah, way yeah. you're dancing. There is some music that is just, it is just feel good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I think the difference that we had is that when I was saying, if I'm not at my best, then mm. I use the music to, to take me lower. Mm. Yours was a slightly different feel, wasn't it, in terms of the music that you would turn to? I won't listen to anything that will make me feel sad. 
yeah or more unhappy than i already am yeah. i will i will generally listen to the same stuff no matter how i'm feeling if okay. i'm up i'll listen to most of the song well most of my top 100 if i'm low there are certain songs in there even my top 10 albums mm-hmm. so the first song off insomniac armitage shanks i will put that on and i know whatever mood i'm you know i know that will take me yeah regardless yeah but generally if, if i want to relax i will listen to the heaviest stuff i've I, i've probably got mm. so i don't i don't listen to laid back music to relax i don't think i've ever listened to a track to relax the only one i've got is joan armor trading and that's just because it takes me to a certain place back in my teens but i don't think i listen to music to relax i i listen it to either get high mm. or to get low mm. i don't think i'd listen to something because it just made me does it not yeah mine literally will i can't think of, of anything like a hot bath you know that feeling of just i don't have baths maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from your uni days, it's Datsun's fault, isn't it? You've got an aversion to... <laughs> Sharing a sink with a goldfish. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to know what other people think and yeah. do, isn't it? If yeah. only they wrote in and told us what they... Well, I think things are really fascinating one. Right, shall I move things on? Yeah. I think that was a nice kind of way to end that one. I think that was good. Bulging mailbag. Do you have a bulging bag? We haven't talked about your bulging bag for a while. How is your bulging bag? <laughs> oh, we, haven't, child. we haven't talked much about your constant need for innuendo. No. A chance to... We've got kind of serious talking about music. I was going to say, whenever whenever you want an anecdote, I go, I've got this WhatsApp group. <laughs> and you're going... The you, apathetic WhatsApp group. You're going, you haven't. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, How are they? Are they all right on there? They're they're hanging on in there. So the latest update from the group I, was... Uh, maybe I should just come in and ruffle, ruffle it up a bit. What do you name's, think? Your name's not Dan. You're not coming in. <laughs> oh, go, can I just make like a guest appearance? I'll ask them. Give it. Give everyone a bit of flannel and, <laughs> and do one. Well, they both listen, so they're probably well, <laughs> bigger fans of you than me. So yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I was getting at. <laughs> just make your own group. Ooh, I'll, I'll motivate you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> very very briefly because I know we've been here three hours three hours yeah um, this is the group where we've done all the ten thousands in the happy days of lockdown one we've set, oh, we've set the five thousand steps in the, the the sad days of lockdown two mm. but obviously everything's going to be all right now very good <laughs> you did that earlier you went I got a feeling I was going to go <laughs> I should have done it, shouldn't I? <laughs> Too late now, sorry. Yeah. Basically, we have this 5,000 steps minimum, and I've found on days when it's been a bit tricky to do it, it's literally because there's a group there, I mean, on 4,200 steps, it doesn't matter whether I do 4,200 or 5,000, but it does when there's other people wanting you to do it. Mm-hmm. So that bit that we've said about accountability and wanting to do things for other people and social engagement, which we keep sort of going on about, and I think it's... We've got to keep these social engagements. And you and I know when we tried to do it with one of our groups, it wasn't a an overriding success in terms no. of engagement. Maybe it, I even tried to help that along. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, what happened with the group last night was one person in the group had got near to 10,000 and said, if I do a bit of dancing, I can get to 10,000. It wasn't going to be a 10,000 day, but... Mm-hmm. And um, one of the others said, 
I might need to do a little bit to get to 5,000. Anyway, so what happened was we started sharing. It was like, well, if I'm going to dance in my kitchen, you guys can. And all of a sudden we were going, try this, try this. And what song? Trying songs, yeah. Try this, try this on. Yeah. And um, I sent one which was by Santana. And it was a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) You've got a problem with Santana, haven't you? No, I only did it because it was a little bit, to me, it was a little bit sort of late night in Havana Mm. type, you know, it was a sort of, it's the sort of thing you'd want to be dancing at 11 rather than, rather than Kylie. Um, Yeah, go on. And the person came back and basically went, what the fuck's this shit? (laughs) Pretty much the response you would have got from me. Got from you, yeah, that's why you're (laughs) welcome to the group. And Santana isn't one of my bands and it isn't something that I'm, you know, a big, but it just seemed fitting for that time of night. And then the person went back, I've never heard this in my life. And then was, well, it isn't so bad as I thought. And yet again, it's just that little bit of sharing. It's a bit... Was it Oikomovar? Oikomovar, yeah. Right. And have it in your top 100. Yeah, it's a bit Latin. It's a bit... The only reason Santana's in my top 100 at school, everybody smoked Marlborough. Right. So I used to go around, you know, I was quite an entrepreneur. So I used to go around collecting the fag packets because they had it. If you send in like 200 Marlborough, like the Bazooka Joe comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was the first free album I got from other people's cigarettes. And when I got the packets off, what off the people and said, or just, you know. No, I just went around collecting them all and everyone would give me their packets and everybody smoked Marlborough because they okay. were cool. And I just got quite a big LP selection from, <laughs> from other people's uh, yeah. smoking habits. Very good. So that's the only reason it's on there, yeah. So again, it's an emotional. It's good, so music got everybody chatting. Yeah. It got some social engagement going. Got the steps up. And it got people moving. Yeah. So and it was a proper conversation, whereas quite often it would be, how are you doing? I've done 5,000 steps, go you. But it was suddenly, how about this? How about this? And then people were sharing playlists. That's awesome. Because also yeah. all the stuff we tend to talk about, every kind of hangout, everyone, this is one of my gripes, everyone yeah. calls a video conference now a Zoom. Yeah. Whether you're on Zoom, Slack, Hangouts, yeah. Skype. I think Zoom, have a Zoom call. Skype must cry every day, mustn't they? It's become a verb, isn't it? It's become a verb now. Oh, it pisses me right off. I almost said it. It's getting into everyone's vocab, isn't it? Pretty much every discussion is about vaccine, is about COVID, lockdown. Why don't you have a chat about music? Yeah. So much more engaging and exciting and fun. Fun. There we are. Yeah. Remember that word? Fun fact. Remember when we all had fun? Why is Henry the Hoover Henry the Hoover? What? Hoover's a brand. It's a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Henry but the we call vacuum. it Henry the Hoover. Like that's the worst tautology because Henry Vernon. Well, Henry isn't a Hoover. They're two different brands. That's ridiculous. But we call it. Have you just thought about that? Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's a bit like your Zoom, isn't it? Yes. It is. Something has become something that it isn't. Yeah. We work with a vacuum brand, as you know. Yeah. And um we had to get out of the habit of calling it Hoover quick spot yes, i can tell you I that much <laughs> so yes take away listen to some music have a chat about some music make a playlist yeah maybe call up some people and talk about it or wind up some people you haven't wound up for a while yeah in, in a nice way i mean engaging winding winding up can be yeah banter can't yeah. it a bit of friendly roasting that's always fun do you think if we ask for people to send in their top 100s we'll get a bulging mail <laughs> <laughs> i think we'll get absolutely nothing you know, I was a mountain today. Sorry, I just prepped, what? Tiesto. Calm down, I'm not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was packing my bags for Ibiza. <laughs> oh, it's good. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. All links and references will be in our show notes, including links to our top 100. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Please make sure you subscribe to us via your favorite podcasting app. And if you're enjoying this pod, then please do tell someone. And if you're feeling particularly saucy and generous, the saucy bit's not, not necessary, no. but if you're feeling saucy, um, why not give us a five-star rating and like, or review? Like Stephen. Bless him. I liked his Steve, review. Steve, yeah, he did a yeah. nice message. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thank yeah. you for that, Stephen. Yeah, I totally forgot to say thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I that. No, I hadn't. It's on my notes. Very good. Yeah. Op- Apple, go and tell everyone how amazing yeah. we are. We'd be very grateful indeed. Give us a follow on Instagram at I'm Finecast and send us your feedback and questions via our email, please. <laughs> Just someone send us an email. <laughs> Just one. In the next episode, we hit our 30th episode. Okay. Quite a lot in three months, yeah. We've done anything else but this. It feels like we haven't. Um, so we're going to do a little, nice little roundup, a roundup of all the inane shit that we've been spouting okay. for the last uh, look back sixteen hundred minutes now. Sixteen hundred one. Sorry, what do you say? The, the, wiz- the wizard and chips bumper summer annual. Yeah, got it. That's uh, that's right on demographic, isn't it? <laughs> um, but that's it for now. We'll uh, see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for your patience.